You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode number 438. What tools does an author need? Now, this question came up recently in a group that I'm doing with a, with a, small, with a small group of authors that are uh, working on publishing their first books. And we talk about a lot of different things about uh, writing, publishing, getting it done. But this is a tool that came up early on because I think early on as writers, we're looking for that silver bullet, that thing that'll just help us become a successful author. So the, the question came up about different types of tools. And the first thing I told them was, the main thing you need to do is write. Don't worry about the tools. Don't worry about all the cool doodads. Just write. Because if you're focused on the wrong things, it creates excuses so that you don't have to write. However, assuming that you're in the process and assuming that you are writing, uh, let me give you a few thoughts on tools and, and some things that might make your job easier as you move down this road uh, of becoming an author, going from being a writer to an author. First of all, you got to have a computer. I'm a Mac guy, but PCs are fine. It doesn't matter. But... I do have friends that prefer to use a notebook and handwrite their first manuscript, their first draft. Now, that doesn't work for me because my handwriting is so bad I can't even read it. But my friends who, who, who I've been working with and even others that I've talked with over the years have said that handwriting it helps them to think things through more clearly. So what I would say is if you're a handwriting person, if you're a person who's going to write it out longhand first, that's wonderful. Get a notebook and dedicate a notebook to each particular project. I would say don't have multiple projects going on in the same notebook. That's only going to confuse you. So, so get a notebook, dedicate it to, to the particular project that you're working on, and then get started. And then maybe after that first draft, that would be the time to type it out as you start your revisions. For me, it's much easier just to type uh, the whole thing out as I go. That, that's what works for me. Um, I type well, I type fast, and so for me that's the, the process. And I think for most authors that's what they would say. Um, get, it, get it on the computer, get it on the screen, uh, you know, right away. Number two, what kind of software should you use. Again, it really doesn't matter. It's what you like. It's what you are comfortable with. I tell most first-time authors that when they're first starting a project, if you've got Microsoft Word, just use it. It's a fine program. It'll do what you want it 
to do. Uh, Microsoft Word is, is a, a robust uh, word processor. Uh, you could actually use Microsoft Word when you upload to Amazon. Uh, there's, it's just, it's an all-around good, solid program. There's nothing wrong with using Microsoft Word. Now, a little further down the road, if you want to upgrade your software, there is a software designed exclusively for authors. Uh, I use Scrivener. Scrivener is an excellent software. It's designed for, um, for, for authors. It's designed for college students who are creating you know, long um, essays and papers, but it's, it's mainly designed for someone who is creating a book. It allows you to, to divide it up. It allows you to set up, um, uh, subdivide into chapters. It's a, it's a very, very powerful program. And from Scrivener, you can directly upload to Amazon. Um, now, there's a couple of things that go into that. If you're going to upload from Scrivener, that's going to be more or less for your ebook. Uh, you still, the way uh, Amazon's publishing platform works, is you still need to use Microsoft Word uh, for your paperback, your print-on-demand version. So. Um, so having both of those softwares is going to help you. Scrivener's probably, you know, the price has probably gone up. It's probably 60 or 70 bucks now. I don't know. I think when I bought it, it was around 50. Um, but a good solid software and definitely worth considering. Don't go away. We will be right back. I just wanted to let you know that this episode of Leading and Learning is brought to you by my book, my latest novel, Diablo's Dust. Diablo's Dust is a thriller. A uh, lot of excitement, a lot of uh, page turning. You know, it's, it's tough to um, uh, just lay this one around because once you start reading, you're going to want to keep reading until you get to the exciting conclusion. This is the fifth book in the Chuck McCain series. Uh, this is a, a, a thriller series based on my characters who first appeared in the Zombie Terror War series, and now they are um, in this other series. Diablo's Dust refers to a new street drug that has been invented, and it's a combination of many different drugs. It's been formulated by an Iranian terrorist who's a scientist. And this particular street drug is causing all kinds of problems in America because it makes the user angry, it makes them strong, it makes them aggressive, and it makes them hard to kill. So the book opens with several high-profile police situations where they're forced to shoot attackers over and over and over again before the attacker finally falls. And you can imagine in our society how this looks on the media. So the police are being criticized, they're being um, uh, challenged, they're being, uh, of course, the, the call for defunding comes out. But then the, the understanding that this is all because of an illegal street drug produced in a Mexican cartel lab by an Iranian terrorist. And so that's where the story kicks off. Hold on to your uh, 
your, your pants because this is a fast-paced, exciting story. Most of the action takes place around the border or in Mexico itself. So check out Diablo's Dusk. Click on the link. You can read um, the first chapter or two for free to get a feel for it. And then by all means, grab your copy. So we're talking about what tools an author needs. Well, we talked about obviously having a computer or a notebook, whichever you prefer. We talked about different softwares, whether it's Microsoft Word, which is fine, or whether it's Scrivener or some other software. Um, somebody asked about Google Docs. I've never used Google Docs for writing. I use it for other things. Um, it's a fine program. I don't know that I'd want to write with it, but that's just personal preference and having never used it. You'd have to experiment with it and see if it met your needs. Um, I'm perfectly happy with using uh, Scrivener um, or Microsoft Word. As I said, sometimes you have to use it as well, depending on uh, what you're formatting and how you're uploading to your publisher. So the next thing that you're going to need is you're going to need some type of tool to help you organize your thoughts. Now, I prefer to use Evernote. Evernote is a great program. It's like a, a digital filing cabinet. It allows you to create folders. It syncs on all your devices. So it's on my phone, it's on my iPad, it's on my computer. Um, I've got access to it. When I get on one device and make changes, it automatically changes it on the others. And so what this allows me to do is keep files for each of the books that I'm working on. I've got so much data in my Evernote uh, filing cabinet, different files that I use. But as far as writing, um, I'll dedicate a folder to the particular projects that I'm working on, and I just put ideas in there. It's like clipping a, a newspaper article in the old days, clipping a magazine article in the old days. Instead of clipping it, you know, uh, physically cutting it out with a pair of scissors, I'm clipping the, the, the link and putting it in that folder. And so that's how, much I, how I do so much of my research, how I keep things. I also will put plot lines in there, um, characters, just so many different things is I put it in my Evernote file. So you may decide to use something else. There's plenty of other tools out there. Evernote works for me. The free version is good. Uh, the the I actually have the paid version of this particular software because it allows me to share uh, files with others. You can't do that in the free version. But the free version is a fantastic uh, tool. I think it will really help you. So check out Evernote. You'll find you'll use it for so many other areas. I use it just about every area of my life. It's a wonderful, wonderful tool. All right, other tools, other tools. Here's one that you may not have thought of, but I've got a couple of friends that use this and it works for them, and it's a dictation app. Uh, Microsoft Word has a dictation app. So instead of having to type out your thoughts, you can speak them and they will go right onto the screen. Now, obviously there's extra work required for this because you're going to have to go back and clean it up and edit and revise. But the reality is you're going to be doing that anyway. So if you feel more comfortable in speaking your thoughts and you don't really consider yourself to be that great uh, of a typer or that fast of a typist, then I would say consider 
a dictation app because you're going to have to go back and clean it up anyway. This just maybe adds one more revision and edit process as you do that. But there's nothing wrong with doing that. For, for many people, this is a great way to go. So check out a dictation app, and I'm sure there's others available. Um, like I say, I know on Microsoft Word there's one there if you want to use it. All right, a couple of other ideas. Um, if you're looking for some ideas about creating uh, the format, the design, and the cover for your book, my encouragement is spend some money and get a professional to do it for you. If that's absolutely not an option for you, then I would say use Canva. There's other options out there, but Canva is a good one for allowing you to create book covers um, using photographs that they have. They've got a stock library. Some of them are for free. Uh, you can use your own. You can you know, import it and create covers. If you're artistic-minded, Canva is a good way to go. Um, however, as I said, I would encourage strongly spending some money and getting your covers designed by a professional. Um, look around on Fiverr. If you don't have Fiverr, the, the spelling is F-I-V-E-R-R. -R. It's a website. You find uh, artists, graphic artists, uh, pretty much anything you could look for, uh, you can find on Fiverr and they will do your work for you. Um, give them what you need, what you want. They can design from scratch. I typically will start with an idea. I'll send some stock photos to the um, guy that I'm working with. And usually for, for, for 100 bucks or well under 100 bucks, um, you can get a book cover designed. Obviously, it depends on who you're dealing with and what you're getting done. But um, I've never spent over $100 on a book cover. So um, at least not at, at this point. Um, maybe some point in my career I will. So, so I would definitely check out um, somebody on Fiverr, look around. Uh, maybe you've got an artist friend that you can trade. Um, maybe they'd be willing to do it for a credit in, in the book. Um, you know, or maybe they would give you a reduced price. But check it out. Think about it. And, and you know, I would really say spend some time working on getting your book covers right because that's the first thing people see and you know people really do judge a book by its cover. All right so just a quick recap what tools does an author need? Well the first thing they need to do is just write. Write, write, write. But if you are writing then and, and you're looking for some things to make it easier obviously deciding between uh, using a computer or using a notebook, um, getting Evernote as your digital filing cabinet. Uh, what software are you using? We mentioned Microsoft Word. We mentioned Scrivener. And the spelling on Scrivener, if you wanted to look it up, is S-C-R-I-V-E-N-E-R, -E -E Scrivener. Um, checking out a dictation app, if that appeals to you. Um, that's a good way to go. Uh, Canva, if you want to um, if you really want to design your covers yourself, I actually designed one of my books, New Testament Snapshots, uh, which I think is, a, is, a, is an attractive cover. I used Canva for that, and uh, but definitely always better to spend some money. So I, when I found somebody on Fiverr who could help me out, um, I think my covers have progressively gotten better the longer I've written. So check that out. All right, well, I'm going to stop there. If you have any more questions about writing, um, tools, 
my process, by all means, uh, go to davidspell.com, leave a question or comment in the comment section for today's post. Um, I always love staying in touch with you. Make sure you sign up to get my free newsletter. And I will see you next week on Leading and Learning.